It's time for Hello, it's John Norman. Hey, it's Jonathan Fink. And welcome to the So Thirsty podcast. Today we're going to be talking about being old and creepy in K-pop. As in being old and creepy fans in K-pop. Well, not just old and creepy, but creepy. Creepy in the sense that we are men going to these concerts filled with young women. Yes. (laughs) You know, that's funny. Uh, Listen, I have to... Oh, wait, I already sent you that. I already sent you that. About the guy who went to the Ace concert. Oh. Did you read it? Tell me about it. No, I didn't read it. What are you talking about? Reading? Wow. Wow. Thanks. Okay. So this, this, uh, my friend named D. Brienne Chen, she went to the Ace concert in New York. She says, at yes. the Ace concert, there was a guy there who looked like he belonged at a Moody Blues concert in the <laughs> 50s. Collared shirt, pullover sweater, khakis. But he was into it. Clapping, cheering, and when Ace said they were almost at the end, he bellowed, no, as loudly as anyone else. <laughs> no. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. And was he by himself? Was he with a with a daughter? Like, uh, what's his face at the um, BTS concert in Dallas? Wh- what's whose face? <laughs> um, um, The guy who goes, all right, all right, all right. Who's that? Oh! <laughs> oh, you mean um, the actor. The actor. Yeah. And he's like, he's Man, like, what's his um, name? Rubbing, rubbing his fingers in a in a car commercial, and he's like, oh, oh, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Yes, that one, Matthew McConaughey. He was at the BTS concert, Matthew but I guess he was with his daughters, so daughter. I don't know if that counts. I completely forgot about that. All right, all right, all right. Well, let me let me let me ask her actually. <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me go to Brienne Chen and see what up. Post went to, but I think that's so cool. You know, like. Moody I love club it. looking guy and he's like, yeah, ace, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh hold oh, on. so wait, okay. So is um is your friend there? Is or is she a guest or is she in the background? She's, Hello? She's in the background. I forgot her name already. She's Isabella. She's waving. <laughs> Isabella, Isabella. <laughs> she's okay, she's a lot cool. younger than us, so she can't comment. And she's a woman. So, uh, okay. <laughs> that sounded sexist, but it wasn't sexist. I promise. Just well, saying. I'll take back the shiny stuff. <laughs> she she um she gifted me a shiny the shiny light stick, the new official one. So I'm so happy. Oh yes, I watched that video. I didn't even know what you were holding. I was like, I assume I it's a light stick. I didn't stick, take it out of really the box know. because I, you know, once removed from the box, you know, it loses its value. It loses its value. <laughs> <laughs> So I was really excited. I was really excited, and I just took took video of the box, and I'm like, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, of course. Well, you know, I would also throw in creepy fanboys into the Edward Avila pile. Hopefully, we don't land in that pile, but I would definitely say he's one of those weird. Creepy you think he's creepy? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, especially his views on Korean society, and he's just so into. He thinks he knows so much. Korea now. Exactly. That's the problem. He thinks he's an honorary Korean, which he probably is. You know, he speaks the language. He's lived there for a gazillion years. You know, even Whatever. He's Filipino-American. So let's get back to why we're bringing up this whole topic at all. And uh, me and John were talking about how sometimes we go to these concerts or 
fan meets or events or whatever, and we kind of feel out of place because we look around and we notice a couple of things. And the main thing that we notice is that everyone looks 10 to 15 years younger. At and, least. <laughs> <laughs> and um, for the most part, it's kind of off-putting because they kind of look at you and they're like, oh, you know, like, what are you doing here? And it's not just the people around you, but it's also like the idols themselves where they're so just used to being... Um, Inundated they, by these little girls. Yes, That when yes. they see us there, they're like, oh, oh my goodness. But it's a yeah. double-edged sword, right? Because it's on one hand you uh you know you feel a little out of place but on the other hand because you're out of place you get noticed i've i've had friends go to concerts and stuff and like idols will look right at them and like shake their hand and they think it's so cool that you know like a guy that's like closer to their age is there and you know they get called out for it so it it can be good How often has that happened to you? To me, uh, well, none, because the people <laughs> I the people I mention are also, um, you know, like two feet taller than everyone else that's in the audience, whereas I would not be. So, oh, yeah, Wait, are they like six feet? You mean? Yeah, they're like you know over six feet tall. Oh, yeah. So they and, like tall people. Wow. Like it, I guess so. Maybe because they can reach their hand. They're like, yeah, we can see you at eye level. Woo. (laughs) Woo, yeah. (laughs) They're on stage there in the crowd. We see you at eye level. Absolutely. (laughs) Crazy. Um, I guess me and John are just going to talk about some of our experiences. We were going to have other people chime in, but, you know, scheduling and time differences, it's it's very difficult. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So I guess we're just going to have our experiences. Um, I don't know. Do you want to go first? Yes. Ladies first. Ladies first. So, yeah, that's me. (laughs) Oh, Um, I thought that was me. Excuse me. (laughs) Oh, 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 that's awkward. Okay. So I'm going to tell you all about, and I've told you the story before, Mr. Fink, but. I love the story. At KCON, you love the story. At KCON, what was it? KCON 2015? Yes, that's what it was. I go to a fan meet for Jamil, and he was a contestant on American Idol um, a few years ago when it was still on Fox. And also he, you know, was a semi-popular YouTuber. He makes music. He was doing a meet and greet. And I went into this little line because I liked his music. He had some, some good tunes and I, you know, just wanted to say hi, take a picture, whatever. He's there. It's free. I already paid the ticket to get into the whole uh, con. So yeah, I'm going to go meet him. I wait in line, everyone of course is younger girls, and when I get to the front of the line, it's my turn to meet him, he goes, oh, you look different. And I was like, (laughs) what does he mean by that? And he's like, yeah, everyone, you look different than everyone else in line. And I was like, oh, okay, he means that I'm... (laughs) Yeah, he tells me I look, he points out that I'm different than everyone else, and then I go, and his second comment was like, oh, well, um, usually I... uh, I take selfies with people, with the girls, but I, I, we could take a selfie too. And so I was like, yeah, okay, of, of course. I mean, we, we don't have to kiss like or a, nothing. I guess we could take a selfie. <laughs> yeah. He just like seemed very uncomfortable with the fact that I wanted to meet him. And it wasn't even like I was being a weirdo, like, oh my God, it's a guy that was uh, didn't even make the top 12 of American Idol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You know, I was just like, hi, I like your music. You know, it wasn't even anything weird. But he made it so weird by these comments, you know, oh, you look different. And then, oh, well, I guess we could take a photo together. And I've got to find the photo somewhere. I, maybe we'll like, uh, I can like up, upload it and put how, it in the little description. Yeah, how did the photo come out? Was it a cute photo? No, it wasn't a cute photo. The photo was just like us being like, <laughs> like it looked kind of like really uncomfortable school photos or like, I don't know, forced like family smile. reunion photos. Like, uh-huh. yeah, just like forced. Yeah. Cause at that, at that point I, I didn't feel comfortable You're and like, well, he obviously I, is not comfortable. Late. I have to take the selfie now because <laughs> he already yeah, said yes. I, at that point I kind of wanted to be like, you know what? Never mind. I would have done but, that. I would have been like, wow. Okay. And then I would have written a long, lengthy post about that interaction on my Facebook. and had It's not even worth it. Oh, yes, First, it is. Whole, I'm a petty bitch. Okay. The whole, my whole article would have been like, um, first of all, here's who this guy is. <laughs> and then I'd be like, and he was rude. And they'd be like, okay, well, whatever. I don't, I don't know him, so. <laughs> no, but just the fact that he, he said like these heterosexual homophobic comments, because that's what it was, Okay. You think so? I definitely do, because, like, he's not being inclusive to all his fans. He's only being inclusive mm. to the female fans because he's a straight male. And he thinks because you're a male and he's a male taking a picture together that it's going to be perceived as weird. That's, like, homophobic oh. right there. Tell me if you agree with me, y'all. I know y'all do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know. I just don't want to be making these accusations at people. It's not even an accusation. It's, like, blatant. Okay, you don't even have to say he's homophobic. You just write out what he said and how he said it. People would would they connect the dots? See it as that, <laughs> you know? That's hom- that that makes me sad, you know? Because like, okay, you may not like men, and that's fine. But it's okay for you to have male. Um, we still accept you anyway. We understand it's not a choice. Not even. Not even like. <laughs> It has nothing to do with sexuality. Like, yeah, you're my male fan. That's great. You know, like, why does it have to be about gay or straight? You know, like, why can't it just be about the music and you enjoying it? Right? Yes. And that that frustrates me a lot. I haven't had as bad an experience as you have. But um, when I went to go to the first GOT7 fan meet, I remember we went to go do the high touches. Yes. And I remember standing in line being very excited and me and my friend Justin were there. And the first one in line was uh, Jin Young. His name was Junior at the time. And he was all smiles to Mm -hmm. the girls in front of me and he looked all soft and approachable. And then when he saw me, suddenly his demeanor just changed. Like, yeah. Straightened up his back, you know, he got all serious. Yo, hey, what's up, man? What's up? (laughs) And then instead of, instead of, you know, looking all soft and smiley, he gave me one of those, you know, like. Hey, what's up? Like, yeah. And and even Mark did it. He gave me a very stern look and a handshake. And I was like, what is this, a business meeting? You know? Yeah. Good to meet you, sir. Good to meet you. Thank you for coming, guys. Thank you for coming. The only ones that were really receptive to me like jb just looked tired jb looked like he didn't want to be there Oh, Um, but the only one that was receptive to me was jackson we love him jackson looked at me and he's just like hey i saw you guys out there y'all were looking like you were having a good time and i'm like yeah we had a great time thank you so much for coming and bam 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 just looked really warm Um, he he looked warm yeah he just 
No, he just he just looked very just like like welcoming, you know. Oh, good. Like, okay. Yeah, like he gave me like a smile when he saw me. Like he was surprised to see me there, you know. So <laughs> that's why but, that little angel's my bias. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, Jay, I would say the the lukewarm reactions were from the Korean ones, you know, like yeah. Well, actually, Mark isn't Korean. What am I saying? He's Taiwanese American, but you know, I guess I see why that is. A little bit iffy for him too because you know he's american but whatever yeah. you know and and young jay and jb and yugium were also kind of dry but jackson and, and bam bam and even the last time i saw bam bam when i went to see them at the fan meet here in miami bam bam was very inclusive because i got to take the group photo next to him and he put his he put his um his hand around his arm around my neck and I was blonde at the time, and he's like, oh, we have the same hair color. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so I wonder if... It's really cute. I wonder if they feel uncomfortable. Like, what if they... Maybe they're thinking that you don't want to be treated like the other fangirls. Maybe they think that's condescending. Well, I mean, why would they want to treat me differently than everybody else? Because, because you are gender? different. Yeah. No, I'm not different. I'm a fan like everybody else. I fanboy just the same as any other fangirl, you know? I know. But maybe There's they're no... thinking like you would think that it'd be uncomfortable if they were like, oh, hi. <laughs> I mean, I wish that there was a way that I could, could you know, portray this, we need a... you know, a sign in Korean maybe. I, yeah, we need we need a little flashcard that says like, uh, we're I'm, good. Uh, yeah. Fangirl. <laughs> I'm we're a fangirl good. too. I'm a fangirl in a gay man's body. Love me. Yeah, love me. Yeah. Like, I think that's all they need. That We need to write the powers that be and let them know that flashcards need to be available that say these things. Exactly. Flashcards. Flashcards, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I mean, there have been that experience with the actual male idols. I'm trying to think of any other times that I've done. Oh, there was a time that I went to go see Block B here in Miami as well. And maybe mm-hmm. it had to do with the fact that I was wearing a t-shirt that said um, twerk team manager on it. <laughs> By the way, I don't twerk, I manage, okay? Yeah. So okay. if you want to audition, anyway. Wait, what, what um, does that entail? What What is this? Explain more, I need more details. Oh, well, basically um, I manage a twerk dance. Group. Okay, you manage them. Yes. You get them gigs? Uh, uh, if they're good enough, yeah. Wait. They have to do... They have to do, uh, they have to put in the work. Oh, they put, they have to put in the twerk work. Got it. And yeah. so then, okay, once they make the team, how big is this team? Well, right now there's nobody in the team. <laughs> okay, so you manage nobody. Yes, nobody. But, you know, whenever <laughs> I wear that shirt, people always want to join. So. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, so you're wearing the shirt. Right, I'm wearing the shirt, and um, we're going down the line to give Block B the high touch. And I see Zico. And he's saying something to me, of course, that I don't understand. It's in Korean, you know, and he's yelling rather loudly, right? And he gives me, you know, like the high five, whatever. And I get to Kyung, which is like right behind him. And he does like, he grabs my hand and he does like this elbow butt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. He pulls me in and goes, Ugh, you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Very, very aggressively, like. <laughs> yeah and i'm like um oh i was expecting you to kiss my hand yes. i don't know what this is i don't know do they think that we're straight men is that the problem <laughs> i don't know like should we yeah should we walk in wearing like you know eyeliner and you know a rainbow t-shirt and 
And like, you don't? <laughs> you don't either, John. I've seen you at concerts, okay? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so, like, man, I don't know how else to make it obvious. Like, we sarangye you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. And I mean, it's... Now I'm starting to think of, like, how my friends have dressed at Lady Gaga concerts back when she was, like, a little crazier. My one friend went and he wore just, like, nothing but, like, Leather underwear and like black duct tape over his nipples. I've seen that. That's not surprising. Oh, yeah. Um, so maybe that's that how we need to dress the, for these K pop concerts. The so they'll be like, ah. Video, right? Y- yes, I, something like that. Um, yeah, I, I remember I went to a party at my friend's, Jonathan Spencer's. Uh, no more Johns. Yeah, well, he's, he, well, yeah, they call him Johnny. Um, and he had this like loft in Kendall. And we would go to his party sometimes, and he would have these grand entrances. Naturally, yes. They were all all hot messes, okay? But Sounds like a Lady Gaga fan. Dramatic and a hot mess. What what better way to have a gay party if the host didn't come in a hot mess, okay? Absolutely. So anyway. Agreed. (laughs) Anyway, so he would come down from the spiral staircase, Mm -hmm. right? And he had (laughs) Mm -hmm. the get up with with the... duct tape over the nipples yes. and the caution tape. You know, <laughs> that's all he was wearing. And he was already drunk and he was like stumbling down the staircase trying to look sexy and casual, but it wasn't working out for him. So, you know, but he made it all right. He didn't break anything. You know? Oh, that's good. <laughs> so anyway, he could have sorry, used the caution tape track. to wrap it as like a wrap it as like a cast or something. Exactly. So that way it's like Say still it's a- part of the outfit, but like functional. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Um, no, nobody in K-pop dresses like that. Actually, I lie. Do you remember? I don't know if you recall, uh, but almost every fan meet, uh-huh. every shiny fan meet and every concert, there'd always be this really big, loud gay guy who would scream, Saranghae Jonghyun! And Jonghyun would be like, oh! Oh, you know, every fan meet. And he it was the same so guy? Happy. It was the same guy every time. And he would wear like this obnoxiously green lipstick over his face. So there was. Oh my God, like Glozelle. I love that. Oh, like Glozelle. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Was it always a green lipstick, Isabella? No, it was like Pearl Aqua. Oh, it was Pearl Aqua. Yeah, wow. A... Oh, see, that's perfect. Yes. Yeah, so, and Junkyun would always be happy. To see him again, and he'd be like, "Woo!" You know. Good. That's how you do it. Exactly. That's how you but do Jung it. Hyun, Good on him. Jung is an LB, LGBT legend. Okay, he stood up. That's right. He stood up for mm-hmm. LGBT rights. Okay. Don't yes, get... as they all should. Absolutely. Don't they know that? Don't they know that the LGBT community is their most powerful fandom? Well, that's what I was just gonna say. Um, Everyone, they are the most organized of the minorities, according to Tina Fey. Every single K-pop fan that I know is gay, to some degree. <laughs> to some degree, yes. They're on the spectrum. Yes, whether they're they're questioning, they're bi, they're, they're um, pan, they're, you know, oh, I don't want labels, you know, mm-hmm, type, mm-hmm. you know, they're all, they're all in there somewhere. They're all there. You know? Yeah. Yes. Well, don't don't click the pin. <laughs> don't click the pin. Or whatever you're messing with. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what's a, I was like, <laughs> what's a pin? And just realized that it's your Texan accent saying pen. 
Yeah, pen. Pen. Get. Get. Pen. Say it with pen. Pen. Okay. That's, to me, that's just basically pan. Like you say, <laughs> like you say, pitcher. Pitcher, yeah. And not picture. A picture. <laughs> no anyway, pickles. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked with uh, mm. with dialect. Yes. Well. <laughs> But anyway, are there any other experiences that you'd like to mention, John? Yes, let me tell you. Okay, so besides the experiences of dealing with these celebs, non-celebs that are rude, whatever, or uncomfortable, there's also, of course, I think some some stigma and some side-eyeing within the fandom itself. Yeah. Um, you know, the younger fans, they look at the older fans and they're kind of like, um, why are you here? Why are you not raising your seven children and home with your a significant other watching The Office. Why are you here listening to K-pop? This is for us young people in our teens. <laughs> and that's always a little, it's a little uncomfortable because it's, it's like, I, I felt the same way, right? When I was like 18 and I would see someone who was like 30 at these different things, these different events, I'm like, why are you here? But now that I'm almost there, I'm kind of like, well, I don't really feel any different. I feel that my taste has matured a little bit, but it's really, I like the same stuff that I've always liked. Uh, I, and I was especially thinking this when I was over at my friends the other day playing the new Smash game. I was like, you know, 30 is so different than I thought it was. It's literally the exact same thing. I'm doing the same stuff I was doing when I was 10 We're years old. We're not 30 yet. <laughs> what? We're not 30 yet. I know, but I, we're like two months away, okay? So yes, yes, it, right, but right. But it's like... You know, it, everything is still the same except I'm paying rent. So it's like, <laughs> it's definitely not what I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, and it's just like, it's it's one of those situations where it, it's uncomfortable, I guess. And and it's, then you start thinking like, do, what, do I just, do I hang up my fandom hat? Do I move away? No, no. <laughs> like, you know who inspires me? Of course, I mean, you do know, it's Madonna. And not only has she been fighting for um, women to be openly sexual and openly free with their sexuality, but also now she's fighting ageism. And so is people like Cher and Barbara Streisand, where you have to hang up your corset and, and thigh-high boots because you're too old and you should be at home knitting. And I think it goes the same for anybody who enjoys doing something. There's always like an age cap where there's a certain age where you just have to grow up and, you know, forget about the things you enjoy and do more boring, mundane adult things, supposedly adult things. And I think that that's all, like, poppycock. Yes. I think it's ridiculous. I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, man. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Poppycock. I love her album. Anyway. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, like... Being an adult, being mature, I mean, it's different for everybody. It's, first of all, it's a, it's a social construct, like many things. And to be an adult is different for everybody. So th- for one person to judge another person because they don't feel like they're, they're into adult enough things is, is, is silly nonsense, it, like you said. But who defines what, what is adult enough things? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, Nobody can I- define it. And I think that's what's messing up, like, our culture. Um, Hold on one second. Sorry, my mom was hammering in the background something. Love her. Hi. (laughs) But, um... Hopefully she's hanging up your pictures of Shiny or something. 
Oh, she would not do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she's one of those people who are just like, oh, the Mickey Mouse stuff you like. You know? What? She likes, she thinks but, you like Mickey Mouse still? Yeah, because she, well, she says that it's, you know, kiddish. Oh, right. Oh, so she's one of the haters. <laughs> well. Get her in here. Let's interview. Let's grill her. I just, no, I just think she doesn't understand. That's okay. She comes from a different time when things weren't as accessible as they are now. Yes. You only you only had three channels on the television. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, these eighteen year olds they're they're also from a different time, but they should know better. <laughs> they, they should let us live. No, because they're just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're the Gen Zers, and we know all about technology and everything that's hip and cool is because of us. And y'all are come from a boring time where you had none of this stuff, and you shouldn't enjoy it because your time is over. But I'm here to say. Which is so funny because like I absolutely know everything that they know. You perhaps know what I mean? More. It's just like perhaps more. Exactly. By the way, I asked my friend about the guy, uh, if he went with his daughter, and I think they got offended because <laughs> I said, Was he there alone or was it with his daughter? <laughs> and why did I even say daughter? You know, like I should have said Oh yeah, that's, said with his child. that's the problematic speech. That's the problematic speech that we're talking about. He's got to have a pass to go to the concert. He, <laughs> exactly. He's got to have a young person with him. No, no, no. So he then, can go by himself. So then this girl, Wendy Robinson Waters, love her, says, Jonathan, people tend to ask me if I'm at the concert with a daughter. They are usually too diplomatic to ask if I'm there with grandkids. Ha ha. Nope, I'm here for me. And then uh, D. Brienne Chen says, he was with a middle-aged woman, but... If he had, if he was with his daughter, I didn't see her. And then Wendy goes in a middle-aged fan couple? Question mark exclamation. Oh my God! Perfect. And then I said, not trying to offend. I'm doing a podcast uh, on the subject, so I'm just trying to ask for research. Someone comments, let's hope so, but probably parental chaperones and cheap seats while teen daughter sits with friends. That would be sad. Oh, yeah, but but I did see that when I went to the Shiny concert, for sure. And EXO, there was, like, parents that were up in the, the nosebleeds. Yeah, this was at the EXO concert, because I, like, got the cheapest tickets, because I was like, EXO, I don't know, but sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were in the nosebleed seats, and there was a bunch of parents up there. It was mostly parents, which was honestly really great, because then I didn't have so much screaming in my ears. That's and funny. they were like, oh, yeah, our kids are down there. They're, they're having fun at the concert. We're just watching from up here. <laughs> I'm like, could you not have just like gone to Whataburger or something like that exactly. while you're waiting and come back? Like, did you really have to like, like watch go them? Go have a date night, you know? Like, yeah, like <laughs> your kids will be fine. Like, they're all you know, 15. I'm sure they can manage is at a concert by I'm themselves. Turn out, that, is that what I'm gonna turn out with? Like, when I'm 40, am I gonna chaperone my kids to concerts and not have any fun? I mean, I might, you know, because like. The music sucks nowadays, and probably the music that... So you think that your kids, kids are going to be, um, by the time you're 40, you're going to have kids that are going to be old enough to be at concerts by themselves? You better get started. Well, I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, 29 now, hello. Oh, you're right, maybe when I'm like 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true, it's true. But I don't have a man, I don't have a stable job, I ain't married, so... Maybe if you adopt like a, you know, like a 10 year old right now. A 10 year old? No, that'll be terrible. Like the <laughs> poor guy would have to adjust. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, 
But anyway, um, I was telling Isabella that, you know, I've been doing like the whole shiny fan meet, like fan project things and everything. And I kept imagining myself doing this for a long time, even showing up to the venue with like a stroller and, you know, my other, my other admins showing up with their kids. You know, we start them out early. Yes! We, we teach them about <laughs> shiny and... And all the good stuff in K-pop. And then maybe we can pass the torch so that when... Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> You're too funny, John. Yeah, just like thinking about having our little trainees. <laughs> trainees and fandomness. Yes. Exactly. Oh my you God. Know, start them early. Start them early. I wish I had Paulina here who was going to feature, but uh, she's a preschool teacher. And um, she literally plays Shiny for her kids all the time. Yeah. Like she sends this video of them sitting in front of like her computer and they're just watching Shiny and they're like, yay, Shiny. And I'm just like, good. Starting them out early. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to teach my Pomeranian all about the K pop fandom, but he has yet to learn one choreography. So it's honestly, it's a huge waste of time. I didn't think he'd be able to. <laughs> Unless... I thought at least he could like learn Boom Boom. <laughs> You know what I mean? Sure. Or maybe just like Sistar shake it. That's pretty easy. But no, he's just like, he doesn't pay any attention at all. He just chooses toy. And he he won't even wear the K-pop fandom dog shirts that I get him. Oh my God, I don't really have that. But what if? Why don't we start a business? <laughs> Let's do that. Okay, like, there we go. Literally, we could go to the K-pop concerts, or we could even get a booth at KCON, which would be probably super expensive. But let's oh my God. Say, I... Let's just say we, we could afford it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've already got the K-pop candles. I I have to make a few after this podcast is done. But like, like shirts, mostly for dogs. <laughs> That's a great idea. Like, wow. That is We're thinking. Idea, like, I'm not even kidding you. Uh, like we'll discuss later can we do that yeah, yeah. i think Look, yes that'd be cute that would be adorable dude like wow and if they allowed dogs at k-pop concerts <laughs> <laughs> i'd have my dog above my head like swaying him back and forth like hell yeah with, with his little k-pop shirt on yes <laughs> that would be so cute talk about standing out at a concert yes Oh and my god. And then gosh. when you go through the high touches, like they will not ignore you or treat you weirdly because you have the dog there and they're going to be like. Oh, that is so true. Okay, so like if I'm. See, that's the thing. If I'm walking through a park alone, then people are like, oh. But if I'm walking through the park with Pikachu, then people are like, nice to me. Then I'm not creepy. It's a total <laughs> man magnet, too, you know? They all want exactly. to. Exactly. Like, oh, let me pet your dog. And you're like, haha, sure. Ha <laughs> Let me pet your dog. Um, except now when I take Pikachu th through the park, I'm so nervous after that one time. Uh, actually, no. This is how long 2018 has been. That was this year. It feels like it was years ago. I took Pikachu to the park. He was wearing, we were wearing matching shirts that day. Um, I, we got them at a Japanese dollar store. Mine said, I'm not a panda. And his said, I'm not panda. I don't know where the A went. But anyway... We're walking down the path, and this dog walks past us. Then he turns around, grabs Pikachu by the, the back of his neck, picks him up, is going back and forth with Pikachu oh in his mouth, God. up in the air. And I'm like, ah, get your dog off, get your dog off. And the guy's oh. like, uh, uh, what? Oh. 
and it, it was this meek, mild Chinese man, and he just, like, was watching it happen, and I'm, like, yelling at both of the dog and the man, <laughs> and I'm, like, I, like, went into, like, autopilot angry mommy mode, and I was, like, you're gonna give me your number, I'm taking him to the vet, and if anything's wrong with him, you're gonna pay for it. <laughs> really? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Uh, she snapped. I see that. <gasps> yeah. That would have been Cuz normally I'm <laughs> Normally I'm pretty cool, calm and collected, but like in that moment I was like, "What the hell was that?" Okay, but th- what did the guy do? Did he say anything? Did he apologize? He was just like He was just like, "Oh, oh, um, can I see?" And cuz then after I stopped yelling, I realized like no blood was drawn. It was really actually fine. I was just like freaked out. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, you can see." <laughs> And then basically all that happened is that his shirt was ripped, which is really the probably the biggest tragedy. Um, we no longer had matching t-shirts. Maybe the shirt ch- saved his life. Right. It was like the shirt plus Pikachu did not have a haircut at the time. His hair was thick and luscious. He had like a built-in infinity scarf. Um, so he was totally fine, but it was just, it was traumatizing seeing your little angel being thrown around in another dog's mouth. Yeah, thrashing around. I, that's happened to me before I got Boo Boo, but... Oh, um, with another dog you had? With a pit bull. A pit bull did that to... To, well, that, the dog I had was a smaller, like, mixed dog. We didn't know what he was. Yeah. Then blood was drawn, so... That but was, you you was. have locals on Facebook, so you know you're not allowed to say anything bad about pit bulls. I'm not saying anything bad about pit bulls. I'm just saying it was a pit bull. Well, mm, you're in... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not, that's not a lie, or that's not a character assassination that's just straight up <laughs> uh-uh nope uh, according to facebook every pit bull is a perfect angel well i mean i've met some sweet pit bulls you know but this one was not as if i this one was not sweet this one yes and he would not let go we're gonna brush over that one jesus yeah. christ <laughs> so i think that as older people in <laughs> in the <laughs> fandom i feel that we us specifically, we're taking our rightful places within the fandom. We are becoming leaders and we are helping to guide the fandom into a positive place um, and bringing people together to enjoy what they enjoy together. You with your meetups, with your Facebook groups, myself with the K-pop club nights, and in a uh, not as extreme way with the K-pop candles. Um, I feel like we are taking our, you know, our younger years of being in the fandom and with our older wisdom and we are combining them to become the forefront of these fandoms and helping the youths that may not necessarily know how to, how to organize these things and, and bringing them together and um, therefore such as, um, um, that's, that's what we're doing. Wow, that was... That was- my heart too. Do you feel that way? Do you feel that? Um, do you, well. I would like to feel that way. I would love for it to be that way. But I think what's happening now is that the K-pop community is filled with so much immaturity, you know, because there's so much younger fans coming in that it's turning off the older yes. fans. And they're kind of like, why do I have to deal with this drama when this was... There is a big divide, for there sure. Was supposed to be, uh, this was supposed to be an escape, you know, something that I can enjoy and I can't enjoy anything because I'm, you know, having to deal with this toxicity coming from, like, all these younger people. You know, I'm out, you know, and they don't want to be involved in the community. They don't want to be involved, you know, 
uh, online or anything like that. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. just show up for a few concerts. Maybe We're looking they'll buy at their new BTS albums, you know, and it's kind of pushing away the older people. So what I really think the community needs to see is a stronger bond between the older people. You know what I mean? Like the 25 plus, I would say. <laughs> that's so funny that that's the old fandom, 25 plus. Oh, God. I would I, I would say 25 is a... Is a I would say so, too. It's about 25 when I started to feel like, oh, um... Right. Should I should I go listen to Coldplay now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should I be listening to Ed Sheeran and Adele? I don't know. No, nobody should. Exactly. But, <laughs> but they do. And, you know, apparently that's the mature music to listen to now. So You but- know, so funny. Back to Lady Gaga for a quick second is that her fan base kind of went the opposite way. It started off with really young people. And my friend Derek went to a concert and actually another friend went to a concert um, recently in the past year. And they were like, all of a sudden there was like a lot of older people there. Like, I guess because she's gone country and done the Super Bowl. Now like uh, old and, people and are those, into her. She did those albums with Tony Bennett. Yes. Like, like cheek to cheek. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, now there are older people in fandom that were not there before. And usually it's, like, people start off young, then they get old, then younger people come in. And they were toxic, too. Like, the little monsters are toxic as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Of the American fandoms, little monsters, IMO, are the worst. They are the BTS army of American not pop anymore. They've fandoms. calmed down. I'd say this. They have calmed down, yes. Oh, you think Swifties? Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Swifties and, and whatever Ariana Grande's fandom is called. They're um, questionable. The, aren't they the Arianators or something like that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm too old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but what I was saying originally was, you know, we need to come together, like us older fans, and we need to... Can we get together? I really want to be with you. Go, yeah. <laughs> so we, we need to form a, a coalition. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, an older K-pop, 25-plus K-pop fan. We need to militarize. Yeah. <laughs> we, need to, we need to band against... We need younger, to rise up. Against the younger K-pop domination. Oh, actually, are you in this group? I'm in this group on Facebook. It's called uh, Nuna Fans of K-Pop. I am. I am. I'm in that group. <laughs> I know. What, there needs to be a... Because we're not Nunas, obviously. You know, we're... You don't know how I identify. Oh, do you identify as a Nuna? No. Oh, well, there we go. I, I assume correctly. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah, but how dare you assume? Take yeah. a moment. I, I knew you enough to make that assumption. Mm, okay, good. Okay. Yeah, so basically what you're saying is we need to we need to mobilize. We need to get out on the streets and let people know that we are here. No, you know what would be great, John? And I'm, and this probably won't be as successful, but you know how you do the K-pop all nights? Yes. You should make like, you should make like an LGBT K-pop all night. You know? <gasps> oh, they already have that. Okay, so I suggested that, and apparently, I haven't even been to this yet, but apparently there's already a K-pop-themed drag show in Austin, somewhere, at some point. And you don't know this because? Right, apparently it's been going on for years, and for I, the, only reason, the only reason that I found out is because I went to Elysium, this goth bar that's downtown, where we used to hold 
all the K-pop nights, pretty much, the majority of them. And they were doing, like, a gothic, bizarre, like, drag performance. And by the way, the drag here is so different than the drag in Dallas. Basically, all drag in Dallas, they look like Target moms. They're all just, like, blonde, big hair, and it's, like, very, like, everyone kind of looks the same. But in Austin, it's, like, bizarre. It's, like, they very, like, gender non-binary. Like, people do not look like girls or whatever. Like, their traditional drag, they just look like aliens. Anyway... So they're doing their goth drag, and the person that was hosting it was like, oh yeah, I also host K-pop drag nights. And uh, apparently they host it, I I forgot what she said, but it sounded like they hosted it like an old folks home or something like that. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I was very confused by it all, but I need to figure out where it is and go see it because it is just like, it sounds crazy. Okay, but minus the drag show, like there needs to be like a club night. Like, for example, here in Miami, we're thinking of doing, you know how we do fan meets? We're thinking of doing an LGBT K-pop fan meet in June during Pride Month. Okay, well, my rebuttal to that is, um, like you said, most K-pop fans are on the spectrum anyway. So it's like, if we yes, were to do... Well, we need to celebrate it more. We need to, we oh. need to single it out. You know what I mean? Mm, like, okay. Be like, okay, you're a woman, but you don't stand guy groups you know you stand women because you think they're gorgeous and that's beautiful and we love you for it you know and you're a man and you don't stand girl groups because you stand boy groups because you think they're wonderful and talented and you're a man and that's wonderful we love you for it spread the love you know tell them that they're included and they're accepted and it isn't only about straight women oogling over these sexy guys like this is this is youtube content right here this is this is LGBT K-pop fandom spotlight to give people a platform to tell their stories. Yes, and it doesn't matter what age you are, what gender you are, what what you know race you are. You know, K-pop is for everyone. Wait, so. do you remember? Okay, so do you remember what was it? Two thousand thirteen or fourteen? Bef- I think it was fourteen. Yes, before the Mama Awards, they were showing like clips of. Yeah what was it? They like had five different people. They invited them to KCON. They did little like profiles on their lives and their like K-pop fandomness. And uh, what was it? There was um, Patrick Wu Trick or Freshly Flipped. He was one of them. Do you know? I remember him. Yeah. yeah. And then they also had that one guy who was like middle-aged, white. He, he was like, I'm an accountant by day, but by night, I'm part of the K-pop fandom. Whoa. Well, I, I know what show you're talking about, but I didn't watch that because I wasn't into YouTubers, but I, I knew about Freshly Flipped. What happened to him? Where did he go? Oh, he actually was uh, in Austin. We went we went out together um, the a couple, maybe like a month ago now. Um, but does he still do YouTube? No, he doesn't do YouTube. I, I say we went out together. He was like... He, he's friends with my mutual friends, so he showed up with the mutual friends, and then we, like, danced near each other. We didn't really talk. Yeah, he doesn't do YouTube videos anymore, and I think he's just, like, I think he graduated college or something. I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. You were going somewhere with this, and I interrupted you. As if I remember where I was going with it. I never remember. I just about I'm... LGBT inclusion and you were talking about... Well, okay. So, like, if we were to have a K-pop night for just what you're talking about, it, it would be the exact same crowd. But, yes, we would... It would be nice to highlight it and, you know, have rainbow flags everywhere because um, they're pretty. Exactly. That's the whole... Thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe we could do, like, 
maybe we could take things that I see at the the gay clubs here and just um, do K-pop themes. So they have strip offs. <laughs> we can do the strip offs no, with you um, can to do that. we. Why not? Because like you're gonna have young people show up there. No, everyone's eighteen plus. Oh, okay. I didn't know if they were eighteen plus like your K-pop all nights. No idea. Okay. Yeah. The only ones that are all ages are the ones at H Mart. Okay. So you've done these 18 plus ones and they have strip offs? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not, not, <laughs> not the events that we do. I'm saying when we go out to the, the gay clubs, they do strip offs. That's what I did on Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, I had Thanksgiving dinner with my parents early in the day. Then I went out with my friends to the gay club and I watched a strip off because that's what you do on a wholesome holiday such as Thanksgiving. And we need to do this exact same thing, but with Hyanna playing in the background or Gaiyan. The Gai problem in. would be trying to find people who would want to do that. Of course. How about, you know what, let's just, let's, let's just make it a, um, a strip on. They'll just put more let's clothes on. on. <laughs> K-pop people are shy. <laughs> So. Oh, there's actually, I did, okay, I did one reaction video. I, back in the day, I was trying to be creative. So I was trying to combine challenges with reaction videos. Uh -huh. So I did a challenge where you like try and put on as many shirts as you can. And I tried to do it within the time span of watching a music video. Uh -huh. And so we could just do that challenge. <laughs> wow. Like put on as many concert tees as you can in uh, five minutes. You should come to the uh, Junkyo Memorial on the 22nd somehow you should just fly in okay <laughs> i <laughs> sure, love how you said that like it was actually gonna happen but let me tell you the schedule of events because i'm really excited for it so okay it's gonna be like a a shiny slash junghyun because you know there's no shiny without junghyun absolutely uh type celebratory thing and we're gonna have uh shiny bingo guess the shiny mv we're going to have performances of shiny songs and Junkyun songs. Uh, we're going to have shiny trivia. We're going to have guess that shiny song. We're going to have um, fan speeches in regards to how Junkyun impacted everybody's life. We're going to have a tribute video to Junkyun, and we're going to have a raffle um, that is provided to us by people who donated of all different types of Junkyun merch and Junkyun included shiny merch, so it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, that sounds like it's gonna be like an amazing combination of so many things. It's gonna be like touching, but also fun, and it's it's gonna be like a Medea movie. It's like one of those things where you can laugh, but also <laughs> makes you wanna wanna pray and think about life. It's really gonna be beautiful. <laughs> Is that what Medea movies do? I've never seen one, but I'm yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> to, okay, so if they want more information, where can they go to get it? They can add me on Facebook at f uh, facebook.com forward slash f i n k i e. That's facebook.com forward slash finky. Um, and y'all can just add me there or send me a message and I will send you all the information. Love that. Anything else you want to add, John? Uh, okay. Anything else I want to add? Wow. The pressure is on. Okay. So let me see. Let's, uh, let's have a moment of reflection. What have we all talked to, about today? We talked we about, about ageism. We, we talked about Ed Sheeran. We talked about, uh, <laughs> nipple tape. We talked about strip offs. Um, important things. Yes. Yes. We talked. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think that pretty much covers everything we need to cover. Woo, great. Yeah, so um, 
that's your Facebook. My Facebook, if you want to um, add me, uh, you can't. No, it's uh, facebook.com slash I'm John Norman. Same thing on Twitter and Instagram. My YouTube is youtube.com slash John Norman. If you want to check out the K-pop candles that I mentioned, that is at classysmashedco.com. And all the links to everything is going to be in the little description below. And um, yeah. All right. I think thanks. that's it. Thanks for listening, sweetie balls. Ooh, goodbye, kiss, everyone. Kiss, kiss. Besitos. Ya. Until next time. Mwah. Um, mwah. <laughs>